Yo, welcome to Life in Perspective. It's season three. We're talking defining moments, and you already know I'm bringing my friends to the party. This week is more like family, though. I got my brother, Randy Seabons, okay? The celebrity publicist. I call him <laughs> Rando. It's okay. But I am super, I'm honored that Randy oh, would grace me on. with his presence. I'm just honored that you invited me. <laughs> okay, y'all, I got to give backstory on Randy. Okay, Randy and I have been friends since like 2015, 2014. Yeah. Dang, Jesus. almost 10 years in the game. It really started 2013. Dang. Yeah, we got old. That's well, 10 years. No, don't talk about it. We don't talk about our age Ooh. here. <laughs> we don't need to put that in perspective. Jeez, I didn't say age. I was just like that 10 years, though. <laughs> oh, but my wow, goodness. That decade went by so fast. So fast. And this is our first time seeing each other in almost two years. Yeah. Do better. Do You. You do better. <laughs> you do better. <laughs> no, but, y'all, okay, talk about friendship like and your friends rooting for you mm -hmm. I feel like the one of the reasons the main reasons I'm even in LA is because Randy was like you need to go to LA I feel like we had we used to like sit in his apartment he literally lived on the block that my parents house was like his apartment mm -hmm. building was like the end of the block remember we heard those fireworks he's on the phone and we like, were on the phone and we like we're real close to each we other. are really close <laughs> in the same neighborhood yes. it's like bro did you just hear that did you was that a firework right it's definitely not fireworks <laughs> yep. it's giving gunshots and we just heard the same one yep. we man and we used to sit in his apartment and to think that we're now doing things that at that time we were only dreaming about mm -hmm. 10 years later is like perspective really Life Super, perspective. man no for <laughs> real and then i moved to la the first place i lived was randy's living room mm -hmm. on an air mattress mm -hmm. okay we shared humble beginnings humble <laughs> humble beginnings okay and we'll scraping our pennies together we'll get some to get food to get your whole leg and randy was not cooking he wasn't chef randy then no, he had two meals remember he had two meals it mm -hmm. was chicken tacos <laughs> And this little uh, fish tacos. Fish. That's oh, I had chicken. You did the chicken. I had chicken tacos, and it was some kind of like oh, the stir veggie. fry, yeah, a veggie uh -huh. stir fry. Y'all, those were his two meals. We was Being eating them every was week, not easy. every other day. Literally. <laughs> and it was like, hey, you you got it for food. We have we have stories for days. Okay, yeah. coming out of Whole Foods, I got hit by a car. Okay. <laughs> I got hit by a car. I don't know what the woman of God was doing, she but she, was she for sure <laughs> hit me. And it, he was he literally, was like, wait. he put his hand out. He said, wait. Like, like, we have memories. It's like, what is happening? But those are, those are like some of my best times. Like I always say like, man, when I make my first million dollars, Randy got at least, you know, 100K. I'll take that. You know? Times no, because five, you know? I think it's like we all have friends. We all have different types of friends. Mm -hmm. But a friend who will offer their space when they were not in the best space, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like we both are walking through some dark times at the same time yeah. where those moments you want to be by yourself. <laughs> and we had to have them together. Yes. <laughs> or, like, together but apart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but I, man, I am so grateful for you. Not just for allowing me to stay in your space, but for believing in me. I think, like, before anybody before anybody else, Randy would be like, Brenda, you need to be in L.A. where you said where it got me in trouble, remember? Yeah, we, we fell out over that, actually, because I was trying to serve the Lord with gladness, and Randy was like, if you don't get out of that church, okay, 
like, I really wish, you know, today, if we really talking about it, I had to listen. That was the Lord. That's so why you eventually found okay. your way. And you here now. And, you know, I, I guess I needed that journey. But Randy was like, hey, get out that church. But it's so true. Sometimes we can think, like, fear and also what we know feels safer than taking mm-hmm. a jump or taking a leap. And Randy used to be on me, okay? We stopped talking for almost a year because I'm like, bro, I get that you are in L.A. But what but brought every- us back? The church. It was the church. Not the way in which no. one would think. But, yeah. but you know. God's will prevail, okay? <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> he knew. But, no, super grateful for you. Um, and I am so happy for you because you are happy. Thank you. Like, it's I literally – I, and let's let's talk about that because I know to get back into a space where you enjoy life and mm-hmm. love life and love what you do because I I know how many times you have walked away from PR and been like to heaven with PR <laughs> and all the people I'm serving and yes. to see you now like not just doing it again but enjoying it and also getting your flowers because I've also seen you give your heart to people and they kind of just stomp on it and i i remember um a couple of times and we the kind of friends that when one friend ain't it's probably toxic but when we ain't talking to somebody we ain't talking to somebody okay and randy started talking to somebody again and i didn't know i didn't get the memo and so i we were all in the same space and i was i was very not nice to her she was like no no we don't don't do this and then i was like oh we talking to her again got it okay we cool (laughs) like but yeah like let's talk about that what has that journey been like to find happiness and joy Mm -hmm. in what you love to do you know, it's the cliche thing that everyone tells you that at first feels dismissive in your immaturity, and it's self-love. Mm-hmm. Like, self-love is literally the, the answer for me. I think growing up, I had accepted what other people told me. Mm-hmm. And so I allowed other people's projections to define me. And so I accepted that I was ugly, that uh, I was a lame, and all these things. So I figured, well, why put effort into my appearance and into these things? Like, people don't care about that anyway. My work is what's going to work for me. So that's wow. why I was such a dedicated worker and such a dedicated server. I'm like, I, always, I would always say, like, I don't have to be Batman. Because, you know, church, we really learn to be humble. The mm-hmm. first should be last, and you should be the greatest servant. So I'm like, great, I'll be the servant. Like, I'll be Robin. I'm cool with being yeah. Robin. So what I didn't realize is that I manifested that. My life became me being Robin, who is sometimes included in the story and sometimes not. Mm-hmm. Batman name is always there. Robin is like a, a, a good supporting role that we think about every now and then. Yeah. And I settled for that because I believed those projections. And the moment I stopped believing those projections and I started to embrace all that I was and all that I wasn't, life shifted immediately. Like, and when I say immediately, it's just like immediately but gradually at the same time yeah. in a sense of like, I was able to see myself up front. I was able to see myself winning. I was able to see myself getting the flowers that I feel like I always deserve. And it wasn't until I believed it that it started to happen. Everyone else had always told me, from my mom to just friends, clients, everyone has always spoken it to me. And I'm so grateful for those words. But it took me to finally believe it for myself, for Mm -hmm. me to really see change and really see happiness. And I think before... I was wearing the mask that allowed me to project who I thought everybody wanted me me Mm -hmm. to be, the perfection that everybody, you know, uh, wanted. So when I wore that, it's so funny how many people was like, we respect who you are, but we can't relate. 
Yeah. And so a lot of people, even friends, would push me away. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand it at first. And it's so funny when I found my real self and I embraced my brokenness, I embraced my flaws, I embraced everything that ultimately made me me, I found my real tribe. And those real people have still been here uh, most consistently. Yeah. And they've affirmed me and um, poured into me in ways that's allowed me to see the story differently now. Yeah. So now I don't accept the projections from before. I don't believe the lies from before, the lies that others have told me, and even the lies that I've told myself. Yeah. And now I truly embrace everything that I am and everything that I'm not so that even the things that I desire to be that I'm not yet, I can be. But I can't be that if I don't acknowledge that I'm not yet. Yeah. You know. So it's been really a process of embracing self-love and seeing how much of a difference me loving myself first makes with the capacity that others have then to love me. Mm Because if I love me, I'm not going to allow somebody who don't love me the way I at least love me to Mm -hmm. then inhabit my space or to take my time or to even do business with me. I'm very even particular about business. Like, I only want to do business with people I genuinely know, love, and trust. Meaning, if you tell me this is all you got, I believe it. I don't have to wonder, like, are you trying to get over me? Or where's Mm -hmm. your intentions? Like, I want to, as a publicist, I'm a co-signer. I'm having to co-sign whatever it is that you're promoting. So I have to believe in it. So for me, I want to actually know the people and have a relationship with the people so I can believe them and I can be a good co-signer. And if I'm not the one, I'd rather they leave it for somebody who can. Yeah. But again, you have to love yourself enough to do that because if, if you don't and if you feel like, okay, well, I got to take what I can get, you're mm-hmm. going to take everything that comes your way because yep. you don't you don't have faith that it'll work out for you. So it's like mm-hmm. you kind of move from this, this um, poverty mentality or even just being desperate. And when you're desperate, it's like whatever it takes will fill the role. Yeah. But it's like I don't want to be desperate no more. I only want what's for me, what's aligned for me because anything that's not will cause friction. It will derail me. But if I'm in alignment, I'll constantly stay on my path. And no matter what comes my way, I'll be able to handle it because it's in alignment with me. Yeah. Wow, you better preach a sermon because that's Not what that fine. just was. <laughs> no, that's really good because it's it's kind of like uh, there's like that saying like you teach people how to treat you mm-hmm. and you teach people how to love you. But I think sometimes we think like we are supposed to walk a person through how they're supposed to love us when really how I love myself is a blueprint for how you should yes. love me. And if you can't love me on the level I'm loving myself, then no we don't need. Lost. Yeah, but just... this isn't it for me. And I love that you said desperation will cause you mm-hmm. to just accept anything because I think that sometimes, and that doesn't just have to be for work mm-hmm. or like professional relationships. That's relationships, period. Mm-hmm. If I feel like this is the only thing I'll get, I'll accept whatever this is bringing me. Yes. So if it's not um like it's taking away self-worth and it's not, it's not, it's taking from me, mm-hmm. I'll still keep it because I feel like this is the only thing mm-hmm. I have. And so I, I love that. I love that. I think that this is a defining moment because oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I literally like can find myself like whenever you post something, there is this smile that you have that you've always had, but it's, you could tell it's coming from within, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it ain't, it's not contrived. You're not putting on for the gram. Yeah. It's like you genuinely from ear to ear. Cause that was my biggest insecurity, you know? And I talk about it now, but like in high school, none of my high school pictures were given out. Like my smile was the thing that people like, Oh, don't smile. You're even ugly when you smile. Oh. So it's just like, I hid from that for so long and to now embrace it. It's just like, now it's my, it's my favorite asset. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to do. And yeah. it's the thing that gets me the most compliment. Yeah. So it's just like, you know what? I'm sorry for all those people who didn't enjoy the smile. I'm sorry yeah. I let y'all down. But I'm grateful for those who embrace me now. And honestly, if nobody else embraced me, I embrace me. For and sure. that alone is enough for me now. It's crazy because we don't recognize, like, the seeds and how they're planted or the ones we plant mm-hmm. and the effect that they have. And it's so interesting because if we aren't careful – 
those things are to make sure we never become the person we're supposed to become. Mm -hmm. Because that is, like you said, your best asset. It all, it, it's attractive. It has people going like, oh my God, you look happy. Like, who and is it's this? It's so funny and because all those things, even my voice, like yeah. that, was my, that was another one of my biggest insecurities from the sound of my talking voice to my singing voice to even telling people I sing. Yeah. Like, I'm even just now at 33 starting to be like, yes, I sing. Yes, my degree is in vocal performance and music business, not PR. Like, yes, I write music. Yes, I have these other gifts that's not just about me promoting other people. I've just been afraid to do that for so long. I've been afraid to put me out there. And now God has been releasing me and allowing me to step out there and to see that actually the thing that people told me that People always say, nobody want to hear your life story. Yeah. And it's like, now my testimony is the biggest blessing <laughs> to yeah. people. It's like the best thing I have to offer is my story. You know, nothing else. It's like just just that alone sometimes yeah. is enough. And the Bible tells us we're overcome by the, the word of our testimony. For sure. And it's not just us overcoming, though. Other people. Mm -hmm. I did a podcast um, back in November. One of my best friends from high school, who I haven't seen in over 15 years, reached out to me, sent me audio messages telling me how much that impacted them. Yeah. It's just like, had I listened to all those people growing up, all those friends who told me that nobody wanted to hear my voice, that I talk too much, that I'm annoying, uh, all those things like that. And again, the, life can't use those who don't, who aren't close to you, because you know, sure. that, like you know, like yeah. oh, you hold their word holds weight. As much as it shouldn't, it does. Yeah, but the ones close to you, that's who, like, that's who it can slip through. Mm -hmm. So you have to be mindful. And it's not always that they have bad intentions. It's just that you're most vulnerable to them. Yeah. And so you really have to be at a place where it's like, I'm grateful for everybody who loves me. Mm -hmm. But what is God telling me? For sure. Because even my mom and my dad are going to have great intentions for me, and they're going to have desires for me. Mm -hmm. But still, even then, what is God telling me? Yeah. What is my... I'll share this little story. A lot of people don't know yet. A lot of people saw me post that today I had got a new car. Yeah. Literally, not even 12 hours later, my car was totaled. Like, not even 12 hours later. Wait, the new car? Brand new car was totaled in the middle of the night. Randy, what? And it was so crazy and bizarre and so unexpected. But at the same time, I was just like, okay, God, I can't take this personal. I didn't, you know, there was nothing that could have been done. Like, it was yeah. the middle of the night. I wasn't there. I'm thankful <laughs> I wasn't in it. But what I tell you I learned from it was this. When I was leaving my destination, GPS told me to go one way, but I felt something in my spirit tell me to go another way. But I'm like, you know what? It's late. Let me listen to GPS. And I listened to GPS, made it five minutes from home, and got turned around because the tree was falling, had fallen, and the lights were out. So I had to go back and take a whole another way around and go, just take a whole lot more time to get back to my destination <laughs> than I wanted to at 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then even when parking, I was just like, okay, something told me not to park here, but it's late. I don't see nothing else, and I don't feel like walking. It's raining. I'm going to just park here. And yeah. not even five minutes later, my car was hit and totaled. And again, legal part, it was nothing that was wrong. It was just in me I heard something yeah. that told me something different. It was the Holy Spirit. Literally. <laughs> and so for me now, that was my lesson. I'm like, God, I thank you that you were able to work it all out and favor got me a new car and replaced that one already. But I'm grateful that now I know that even when GPS says this, yeah. even when, you know, all the signs point to this, but if I hear you saying something different this day, I want to do that. Yeah. And I want to be that in tune, you know, with, with, yeah. With myself, but also with, with, with life in general, just like being able to hear and, and to really act upon what you hear yeah. and to not just be set in routine. Because we can get stuck in routine For and we sure. miss the, the signs. We miss yeah. the messages. We miss the not this time. You yeah. know? No, that, first of all, that whole situation will preach because, <laughs> oh my goodness, like it it is exactly what you're saying. Like 
being in tune mm-hmm. with Holy Spirit because like God will, he always speaks. He will mm-hmm. always cover you. It's, it's how much am I willing to listen mm-hmm. and obey? Yes. Cause you heard it, but you're mm-hmm. like, I'm tired. I don't got time for this. That mm-hmm. ain't just parking a car. That's life. Yes. There have been plenty of times where guys like, Hey, go do this thing. And I'm like, all right. Or I'm gonna put it off. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I'm like, I'm gonna do it. You know, when I get to yep. it, and that that story in itself is a picture of what it is like to miss God. But I'm so grateful for grace and the fact for that sure. even when we miss the mark, he allows us to learn sometimes without consequence. Absolutely. You know? And so I'm grateful for those moments now. And now rather than being frustrated, like, I'm like, Ain't nothing I could do. This is just yeah. literally fun. This is a God thing. I'm thankful that I learned from this. I know God is going to work it out and replace it. And he did immediately. Yeah. Like, I went to the dealership the next morning. He's like, oh, we'll get you a new one. <laughs> Insurance worth everything out. Like, immediately. It was no headache attached yeah. to it. But the lesson I learned was still valuable. And that's what it's about for me now. It's like, okay, God, all things are working for my good. Then yep. that means the ebbs and the flows. For like, sure. Like, work for my good. Yeah. It means the ups and the downs are working for my good. So how can I learn from each of those things rather than being frustrated or discouraged? or like you know being in a sunken place because yeah. life happens life won't happen but i've been confessing no weapon formed against me prosper come on so you the better it's gonna form but it won't <laughs> prosper mm-hmm. so when these things happening i'm not losing peace i'm not allowing it to remove me from peace because it's just a weapon forming yeah. but it's not going to prosper sure. i'm going to stick to my confessions even when it don't look like the way um what I've been believing for is going to work out. I think back to, is it Joseph, right? Who went through the pit and he was given a promise, but then he went through all the things uh, that were not (laughs) literally that could discourage him. And so for me now I'm so tunnel vision and that is just like, I know what it looks like. And that's why I don't go by like sight. Mm -hmm. I move by faith because I see what it looks like and I hear your concern and your concern is real. Let's acknowledge that. However, there's something in me that's telling me different. And if you don't feel comfortable walk with me, I won't be mad at you. I get it because this is my faith journey and my faith is telling me here my faith ain't like everybody else's to some people the things i do or believe or say will it won't make sense outlandish it sounds so outlandish but i'm sure flying a plane sounded outlandish at one point until somebody sounded outlandish (laughs) and being able to not be pen pals using a a cup and a stream but using a phone and use wireless signals that sounded outlandish but it's possible now right so everything else that uh, i was told that i can't do and that won't work i'm happy to do it and show you and and increase your faith as i um Mm -hmm. elevate and do it Come on. And that is life in perspective. Hello, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so like, I don't got to preach it because you did. But that <laughs> that is legit. I want to go back to something you said um, in regards to friendships mm-hmm. and also like what people say and what they see and not allowing that to affect you mm-hmm. because you never all of the things that you've produced and the things that you've put out people need that Mm -hmm. what God puts on the inside of any of us there is something that they need and you mentioned like writing music and I was there for the uh EP release the messengers yes there are some songs on there I love and the crazy thing is my dad is currently walking through a health journey Hmm. that is just unexpected and I was talking to him the other day and he's like now I'll be sending him songs Mm -hmm. on Apple Music he's like yeah I've been playing Randy CD wow like and he's like man this he's like man that music is you know it's getting me through keeping my faith up Mm -hmm. and I was like Randy I can't wait to tell Randy this (laughs) like on it because it's a CD it is a CD a literal CD, yes. not an album. It is a CD going into a That's CD player. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. And I was like, man, we never know. But if you hadn't put that out, 
you know, in a space where my dad needs his faith elevated, yeah. he wouldn't have had that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it, it is, he needs something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm saying that to say, like, people are not going to get it. They are not. I just walked away from a very secure job <laughs> and mm-hmm. said, God told me to do this. You know what I'm saying? And nobody gets it. I'm yeah. sure they're, my parents are probably like, girl, all right, two months. Honestly, but that's how they get it. It's For, by exactly. you taking that faith move. Exactly. Like you having that faith move. So many times I've had to to take the leap of faith all by myself and be like, God, me again? Can't you use somebody else <laughs> right. for an example? Say, I'm tired I, of being the I, lifetime No story. show and tell with like, me. Like, seriously. But at the same time, people are so, my own family, my mom, yeah. and them tell me, man, your faith just really moves me. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen, I've had people, strangers reach out to me, but like, you know, I just don't know who else to reach out to same. and open up and pour their life out to me and mm-hmm. ask me just for prayer. And I'm like, I don't take that lightly. I take that as an honor that you don't know me, but you feel yeah. like I'm a person who can pray for you. And at first, I can't lie, I went through a phase where I'm like, I'm tired of just being everybody's prayer partner. I, I, I want more than a prayer request. I want friend requests. I want genuine friends. Yeah. And not trying to be selfish, but it's like, don't just call on me to come, yeah, you know, sure. be the, the savior. You know, like, I want I want to hang out. I like to go out. Like, I want to be a normal person, <laughs> yeah. not just the person that you call on when you have a need. But I had to let my ego go and say, you know what? It ain't about me. Nope. You know, if these people need, like, and if they need access to prayer and through someone like me, then let me humble myself and give yeah. them that. Because, you know what? That's so much better than anything I could give. That's better than advice I could give, than money I could give, resources, relationships, anything. That prayer sometimes is all that's needed. And I've really learned that in this last season. Yeah. Like, genuinely, everything I'm experiencing right now, from friend trips to the car to elevation in my professional life to happiness in my personal life is the result of prayer. I did a fast back in December. My best friend and I, we literally pray every single day throughout the day. I'm outside walking around the block at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning because we're just on the phone praying. And I have literally been living in the manifestation of my prayers Mm -hmm. because I've made it a, a, a lifestyle not just something I do because I got a need, mm-hmm. but it's just my lifestyle. When I'm frustrated, when I'm sad or discouraged, I'm praying about it and I'm manifesting and I'm seeing my words become reality. Yeah. I'm seeing my thoughts become things and I'm seeing me now live the life that I've always wanted to live. And it's so funny because even in me getting some of the things that I've always wanted, I see why I never got it before Wasn't and why ready. I didn't need it. <laughs> yeah. And then, yes, and some things I see as much as I thought I would have been ready, I really wasn't. And mm-hmm. I really trust God's timing now. So even when, again, something like... To tell people hit your door at, at three o'clock in the morning saying your car's in the middle of the street total, just like that's actually funny to me because you know what? This isn't the devil. This isn't <laughs> evil. This isn't like a, a, a plan of the enemy. I'm like, this is a God thing, and I don't know how, but he's about to use this to display my faith yeah. once again. Mm-hmm. I just testified about the car you not did. even 12 hours ago. <laughs> and it's okay, so the testimony about to get only because I made that choice though. Had yeah. I been set in my sunken place, like, what? Why me? Yeah, yeah. How could this happen to me? Oh, woe is me. It probably wouldn't have been those results. Yeah. But me manifested like, no, this is working for my good, and it's going to be a testimony for this. I believe that I am transforming the life that I live every day by using the, the being more conscious about the words I speak yeah. and how I respond. It's not always about what happens, but it's, it's, it's really our response, and we have a responsibility over how we respond. And now that I know that and I don't take things personal, it's allowed me to see that all things genuinely are working for for my yeah. good. No, that's real. That I feel like that is the reason I started this podcast mm-hmm. is because I needed the ability to be able to take the lens of my feelings off and put on the lens of my faith mm-hmm. and even the stuff that was trash. It's like, okay, God, 
what am I supposed to get out of this? Yep. And I know I'm walking through this. I know it's tough. I know I don't understand it. I don't know why it's happening to me, but I want to see your purpose and your plan in it. Mm-hmm. And Romans 8.28 is what I, it was a promise he made to me. I got on a plane. He said, I'm going to work this for your good. Yep. And I've seen it. I've seen it happen time and time again. I've seen being able to get out of my feelings and sit down and go, okay, God, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. In everything. Yep. What are you saying? What is it that I need to learn? Who do I need to become through this? Mm-hmm. And I think, if we could do that, it does. It changes your perspective. Mm-hmm. It changes how you respond to things because you go like, first of all, God don't ever leave me. No. So I know he's even in this. Yep. Even though it is derailing what I thought it would be, he's still in this and being able to see it. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this is the perfect place for you to pray for us, Mr. Prayer, all, all day and night. We love that. Okay. And just for anybody who's listening with struggling with saying yes and taking a leap of faith all the way down to being able to see God in everything. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, help. Let's, let's, let's do it. <laughs> God, I thank you for this platform, and I thank you for all the people who are going to be able to experience these conversations being produced by Brenda. And I thank you that lives are going to be transformed. I thank you that lives will be saved. I thank you that you're going to allow people to resonate with the stories that take place here and that they'll find bits and pieces that make them feel a little more free, that make them feel a little more bold and being honest about their confessions, that allow them to experience something that lets them see that they're not alone. So I thank you for every voice um, that will be present on this platform, that will share their stories and their truths for your glory. And I'm excited to be one of the voices here. I thank you for how you're going to use my testimony and Brenda's testimony and every other guest's testimony to be a blessing to your people. And we thank you that you're giving us these experiences to share with others. I'm excited about what you're going to produce through us, and I thank you for all the stories that will come in from people watching, talking about how much their lives were transformed, how how much their lives were blessed by this platform. So thank you for helping us have a platform to put life in perspective and a way to encourage people who have been down, who needs to just be uplifted, who needs to hear your voice, who needs just a little more motivation to go on and finish that thing called life, that finish this journey and not give up. So I thank you for all the lives that will be impacted and touched by this platform. Thank you so much for bringing everybody here to be a part and to pour into this. And I'm so excited for all the lives, again, that are going to be reached and touched. Amen. Amen. Rando, <laughs> thanks thank for having you me. for being here. Y'all, this is Life in Perspective. Make sure you follow Randy. Go ahead, hit the subscribe button, share this right now, and we'll be right back next week. This is Life in Perspective. We out. <laughs>